the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. I got this vision of Randy just cruising down the highway with this song on his Harley Davidson. It's such a Randy Corcoran song. Jeff Hunt filling in for Randy Corcoran. The great one. We can call him that. I know Mark Levin calls himself the the great one, but... um. Gosh, Randy is so important to this state of Colorado, not only out there defending those freedom-loving people that need defense, right? He's an attorney. He does that. He's a great voice. He represents the Republican Party as our national committeeman. And by the way, he's going to be back at the Arapahoe County Tea Party this Tuesday. He sent me the details. All right, Tuesday night, 6.30, South Metro Fire Rescue Building in Centennial. Tickets are free, but are required and can be obtained on Eventbrite or by sending an email to ArapahoTeaParty at gmail.com. He will be speaking on current events as well as the new Trump lawsuit in Colorado, which is what we're going to be talking about, friends. We're going to dive right into this. On the line, Dave Williams, the chairman of the Colorado Republican Party. Now, if you aren't familiar with this lawsuit, it happened just late last week. Four Republicans and two unaffiliated voters filed suit in state court. And by the way, I put Republicans in quotation marks. Because it's... I don't even know what to say. All right. In Denver on Wednesday, seeking to block the Secretary of State from placing Donald Trump on any future primary or general election ballot in Colorado. So this group of six, along with the attorney, the general counsel for the Colorado Democrats. That's why I kind of put Republicans in quotation marks. Why they're saddling up with the general counsel for the Colorado Democrats to try to keep Donald Trump off the ballot have filed a lawsuit claiming, essentially, that because of the 14th Amendment, Section 3, no person shall be a senator, representative in Congress, or elector of president, or vice president, or hold any office, civil or military, under the United States or under any state, who, having previously taken an oath as a member of Congress or as an officer of the United States, or as a member of any state legislature, or as an executive or judicial officer of any state to support the Constitution of the United States shall have engaged in insurrection or rebellion against the same or given aid or comfort to the enemies thereof. But Congress may, by a vote of two-thirds of each house, remove such disabilities. So they're claiming that Donald Trump engaged in an insurrection on January 6th, a rebellion, and as a result cannot be on the ballot. That's their argument. Now, if you want to get into the legal side of this, Chris Murray and George Brockler dived into this deep. You got to go to the podcast 710KNUS where they will provide all the details. The legal analysis on this is really quite good. Bottom line, Chris Murray saying they don't even have standing. This is for Congress to deal with. 
right down in Section 5. The Congress shall have the power to enforce by appropriate legislation the provisions of this article. That six random people in the state of Colorado cannot just walk into a courthouse and say, we deemed this person engaged in rebellion, ergo, they cannot be on the ballot. It has a simple standing failure. This is for Congress to decide. Now, Congress could come up with a law to address this, but they haven't. So this is not going to go anywhere in Chris Murray's estimation. George Brockler agreeing with it. But still, we have to go defend Donald Trump. We've got to defend the Republican Party. They have to engage in counsel. They have to go fight this just to be able to put Donald Trump on the ballot. All right, Dave Williams, chairman of the Colorado Republican Party. Give us a sense of what the initial kind of battle plan looks like. You're getting some counsel, right? Is the Colorado Republican Party going to be fighting this? We we are going to be fighting this. And, you know, yesterday I, I did announce that we are partnering with the American Center for Law and Justice. That's Jay Sekulow's um, organization. He's a fantastic lawyer. We're going to have world-class representation. But I'll, I'll go ahead and leave the legal analysis and the and all the uh, minutia to those guys. They're better equipped, and I think they're going to do a fantastic job for us. Uh, but needless to say, we are going to fight. We're not going to take flying down. And um, outside of the courtroom, uh, we are developing plans. We are developing plans that will help us uh, make sure that Donald Trump is not removed from the ballot. Right now... Right now, we're working. Sorry about that. I'm with my kids. <laughs> hey, are you a family man? Are you a family man, I, Dave Williams? <laughs> I am a family man. So right now, we're working. We're working on plans outside of the uh, of the courtroom, where we're going to have um, a national delegate selection process uh, in place that will allow us to award our delegates uh, through the caucus and the and the assembly if we need to. We're going to have to jump through some procedural hoops. We're going to have to work with the RNC because we have rules that you know, kind of box us in a little bit because we have a presidential primary, but no one at the RNC, no one uh, within the national party ever contemplated, you know, left-wing organizations like crew. And uh, of course the Democrats partnering together to somehow interfere with our uh, presidential uh, nomination process. So we are confident that push comes to shove. If these guys are successful, which we, we hope they're not, and we don't think they will be, uh, we're still uh, going to make sure that anyone who wants to support Trump can do so through an al- alternative means. I mean, what really chaps my hide, Chairman Dave Williams, chairman of the Colorado Republican Party, is the hypocrisy. All right. Here is a group of people deeply concerned about election integrity and protecting democracy. And how do they do that? By suing to make sure that their political opponent never ends up on the ballot to begin with. That, my friends, is the definition of a rigged election. It is the definition. And here we are. We're at a place where Jenna Griswold is going to defend this. I don't think so. I don't. I think she's just going to just allow this to pass right through. This is exactly what she wants. I know you can't make any. Uh, statements on that because of a pending legal procedure. But my goodness, this group, does everybody else just see the blatant hypocrisy of this whole thing? 
I, I I think your take is a is a good take, um, and and this is something that people need to be aware of. That this this question was asked in the early summer uh, of Jenna Griswold, and she refused to answer it then. And once you actually track everything, you find out that the uh, organization that's funding this lawsuit, Crew, um, had been in contact with the Secretary of State, and they raised this issue um, at that time. And I I honestly think that Jenna welcomes this lawsuit. And she's more than happy to um, go along with their assertions, especially if you've seen the media uh, that she's been putting out. Um, she thinks Donald Trump is guilty of an insurrection, so she has no problem you know, tanking this uh, if she can at least have that opportunity, which is why you know, we're going to put up a good fight. I know the Trump campaign is going to put up a good fight. But i got to say, getting back to the, the so-called Republicans on this lawsuit, shame on them. They are they are willing participants, um, along with Democrats and left wing groups, to engage in election interference. There's no other way to right. put this. Uh, it's undemocratic. And for you know someone like Krista Kafer, someone who says she's a conservative, says she believes in the principles of our country, is now willing to disenfranchise voters and take away their choices. This is um, beyond the pale. And I just can't know. I, I don't know how you can call yourself a Republican when you engage in these types of efforts. Well, in this group that they're not strangers. If you've been in the Colorado Republican Party or the conservative movement in Colorado, you've come across them. They often claim this kind of uh, we're going to stand above and beyond the fray. Right. We're not going to we stand for principles. And this ridiculous infighting that takes place within the Republican Party is destroying it. And I can't think of anything worse with regards to infighting than trying to sue to keep your political opponent off the ballot. It's not like you don't have the ability to voice your concerns, organize against your opponents, go head-to-head in a free and fair election to try to argue you know, on behalf of your chosen candidate, but they're not doing that. They're rigging the system. And this is the same group that tries to claim that they're above it. By the way... Chairman Dave Williams, chairman of the Colorado Republican Party, I asked them to come on. I I texted with them. I filled out their little forms on their website. Please come on and defend your lawsuit. And because it's 115 pages and I'll be honest, it reads and even from an from good, just kind of non-biased attorneys, it reads like an anti-Trump screed. So they put this thing together And they think this group of six people thinks that they can walk into a courthouse and then decide on how everybody else in the state of Colorado can vote or not vote with regards to a candidate. That is simply not fair. This is an elite group that is rigging the system and taking away your ability to determine who you want to vote for. So, Dave, I'm glad you're fighting this now. You didn't need to step in. The, the lawsuit's not against the Colorado Republican Party. It's it's against Donald Trump and trying to keep him off. But but you all are looking at Jenna Griswold going, that's who's going to defend us? So you're, you're asking for the ability to weigh in. Is that correct? Right, right. Again, we'll let the attorneys kind of get all their ducks in a row and do what they need to do. But it's it's no there's no question that the Colorado Republican Party has a vested interest in the outcome of these proceedings. Uh, they have the the possibility of having a major presidential candidate, a front runner, being removed from our primary ballot uh, will greatly impact our interests and our voters. 
and we simply can't allow that. And, you know, I, I, I can't believe we're even having this discussion, but I, I guess I'll say this. At the end of the day, um, what, what we care about is making sure that people's voices are heard, right? you know, that people have a vote. And the answer isn't to use the court system. And by the way, this is what your listeners should be asking themselves. Why did they come to Colorado? Why did they choose the court systems of Colorado to make this happen? And I, I think if you do some research, you'll see that they were, so, they were very selective on where they went. And, you know, the answer could be, you know, strong evidence suggests that there's a favorable uh, Democrat secretary of state who they could who they could bring this against and a court system uh, where most of the judges were appointed by Democrat governors. It really doesn't take that much to see why they came here. But but again, at the end of the day, to use a corrupt court or a corrupt system and use a stacked deck uh, court system against uh, your political opponent, it's just not right. And um, we can't stand for that. We want to make sure that if you support Donald Trump, you get a say in, in our nominating process. And if you don't like Donald Trump, the answer, again, is to organize and campaign against him. That's how the American system works. That's how uh, we elect our leaders. Um, but we don't, we don't do this type of stuff. This is – I don't even know what to say. Again, it's un-American. And shame on these people for for working with left wing Democrat players to to try and um, take options away from Colorado voters. Well, you know, what we've learned is that even if you put forth a legal theory, like let, let's say you're looking at the Constitution, John Eastman, those types of things, you're wanting you put forth a legal theory. If you're on their side, you, you drive indictments over that. For election interference, for uh, taking away, you know, the fundamental principles of democracy. That's what their arguments have been. That's the root basis of their indictments in Georgia. And they do the exact same thing. They're coming forward with a legal theory. They're arguing that because of the 14th Amendment, Section 3, Donald Trump shouldn't even be allowed on the ballot. Shame on them. If it was equally applicable, they would be indicted for RICO, for, you know, election disruption, all the same things that they're charging the other side with. I, I get so worked up over the fact that they seem to be able to get away with it and then want to uh, put their opponents in prison, keep them off ballots, and claim that they're the defenders of democracy. My goodness, I'm going to need to take a break here, Blake. I'm so fired up over it. Uh, Dave, do you have a second to stick around? I'd love to talk with you about what you're going to do to win in the next few election cycles, kind of your vision and how people can be involved with the Colorado Republican Party. Do you have Do you have the ability to stick around for another segment? Yeah, you bet. All right, Blake, let's uh, hit up the commercial break and we'll be back. Chairman of the Colorado Republican Party, Dave Williams. And I want to thank all the lefty loony media outlets that are tuning in to uh, make sure they record all this. We'll be right back after these commercials. Blake, this is great, man. There is no fulsome blues in Colorado. Woo! Prime time! Deion Sanders leading another victory today against Nebraska. Woo! Little Johnny Cash. Hey, friends, Jeff Hunt filling in for Randy Corcoran. He is up at the um, Lerner County 
Lincoln Day dinner. They're having a ball up there today. They got Seth Dillon, Seth Gruber, uh, some folks we fo- uh, hosted at the Western Conservative Summit in years past. He wants me to make sure you all know the Arapaho Tea Party is Tuesday night at 630 at the South Metro Fire Rescue Building in Centennial. Tickets are free but are required and can be obtained on Eventbrite or by sending an email to Arapaho Tea Party at gmail.com. Arapaho with an E, Tea Party at gmail.com. He'll be speaking on current events as well as the new Trump lawsuit in Colorado. All right, we have on the line with us the chairman of the Colorado Republican Party, Dave Williams. Hey, before we get to that, we're getting some text messages here. Steve, yeah, those who have filed Trump to keep Trump off the ballot, it's in a Colorado news article, Colorado Politics News article. On the plaintiff's side, they include Republican Senate Majority Leader Norma Anderson, former, sorry, former Republican Senate Majority Leader Norma Anderson, Denver Post columnist Krista Kafer. Former Republican legislative candidate Mario Nicolaias, and then former Solicitor General Eric Olson. He was the one that argued against 303 Creative, and then they teamed up with the General Counsel for the Democrat parties to file this lawsuit. So, Steve, thanks for the text message. All right, Dave. Um, in the first segment, we talked about you guys are fighting back. You got ACLJ. Jay Seculo, brilliant attorney. We hosted him at the Western Conservative Summit in 2017. Great guy. Glad he's fighting. And, of course, you guys are neutral when it comes to the primary. You just don't want the, the you just don't want these candidates to be interfered with. So uh, it's not like you're out there just defending Trump. If they did this to any of the Republican candidates, you guys would be out there to, to defend that particular candidate. But, uh, Dave, I've worked for the Colorado Republican Party. Um, I, I did coalition development for them years ago before my current position. I, I've I've seen chairperson after chairperson after chairperson. In many ways, Dave, I feel like we're CU buffs on our back and we need a prime time leader to get some victories in this state. What What is your vision? How do you see us getting the momentum, getting that ball rolling again in the state of Colorado? Well, if Deion Sanders is available to take over, we'll, we'll hand it over. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Um, By the way, isn't it yeah, fun, I'm, Dave? Isn't it fun to watch just the the Boulder libs just just lose their minds over a guy that's so faithful to Jesus Christ? Oh, oh I think it's <laughs> I think it's a delicious irony that a, a Christian uh, like Deion Sanders can come in, and turn it all around, and, and bring life back to that's that right. organization. That's right. But uh, but you know in a lot of ways uh, we are you know we're we're in a rebuilding phase ourselves. Um, the Colorado Republican Party has been uh, for many years unsuccessful, and we've kind of seen just this this slide, this incremental slide that has crescendoed into the worst election outcomes that we've seen in the history of our state with uh, the, the results in 2022. And so what we've been doing is we've been kind of uh, you know, very much like a house that we're we're flipping. We're going in and we're getting rid of things that just don't make sense. We're demoing the place and then we're going to rebuild it uh, so that it's appealing uh, to, it has that curbside appeal, so to speak. And as we're doing that, we are uh, looking at uh, things that we can win in. Um, no one thinks, and this, this is me included, that we're going to be able to win majorities in 2024. Um, but what we do think we, we can achieve is making meaningful gains 
that will set us up for a great 2026. Um, and, that, and that primarily has to do with the state legislative house and Senate races uh, that we're looking at in 2024. There's about 10 or so that we're targeting. We've um, at our last meeting on the 5th, uh, when we elected our new vice chair, we uh, went ahead and put out a targeted list. Uh, among those people are um, Democrats who are in highly competitive seats like Congresswoman uh, Caraveo in, in Congressional District 8. We are very confident that we can flip that, especially given her own history in the State House. If, you, if you're not aware, she voted for um, uh, the uh, repeal of Gallagher, which has led to the uh, tax increases that everyone's seeing right now on their properties. Um, so we, we definitely want to talk about that. Um, but in terms of actually getting it done, what we need to do is we need to take a page out of, out of uh, the playbook that's been successful. We need to start collecting ballots. We need to start chasing ballots and not waiting until the very last day. We've got to mm-hmm. make sure that we're engaging people through legal ballot harvesting. You know, that is a rule uh, that's in place in Colorado, and we're going we're gonna to take advantage of it. We're not going to illegally do it like the Democrats do. But we are going to make sure that we're chasing those ballots, getting them into the ballot box and engaging people early and often uh, so that our guys um, have a little bit of a better chance than they otherwise would have. Yeah, there's some important components around this. So first of all, that's how the other side plays. Right. And so if you're going to play any game, football, baseball, basketball, you got to agree on the rules and you got to match whatever they're doing. And so uh, I remember during the last cycle, myself included, I'm going to vote in person. And I showed up in Elbert County to vote in person. I was the only one there. Um, and I was like, that's not a good sign. Um, and so if, if they're going to do ballot harvesting, you're right, Dave, we got to do it legally. And if you could get every church, by the way, if you don't like ballot harvesting, if you could get every church in the state of Colorado to be a ballot harvesting operation legally, Democrats would turn off ballot harvesting because we would all of a sudden be overwhelmingly winning. Now, that's a whole nother story and show to discuss why pastors aren't even engaged in the political process at all to begin with. But, um, you know, we've got to we got to fight the way that they're fighting. But secondly, and this is really important. When you don't turn in your ballot, campaigns have to spend money to go out there and try to get you because they don't know if you're not going to turn it in. They're, they're assuming you're not turning it in at all. And so for every day that you're not turning in your ballot, campaigns, state party, uh, organizations are having to spend money to go after you to get that ballot turned in. So it is really critical, conservatives, Republicans, to get that ballot in right away. I'm glad to hear that, Dave. I, give me a sense of where you're optimistic. I mean, do you, with, especially with like moms and parents and school board elections, do you, do you see some potential victories there in, in 2023? Oh, yeah, of course. Of course. I think, you know, what, what's not being discussed right now is, uh, is there is a shift. There's a shift in the atmosphere. There's a shift in the environment. I think people are really starting to hurt from the consequences of failed leadership yes. from you know, nationally, the Biden administration, but even here in Colorado. We're, we're facing so many tough things, and they are, they are now hitting all at once. And um, I ultimately think that we're in store for a great 2024, and that's why you know these left-wing groups or Democrats are so desperate to, to punish political opponents or causes. 
Um, you know, there, there is, you know, we can talk about a million topics, but there's one big topic that I, I think we haven't even really discussed, and that's with respect to the woke gender ideology nonsense that we see going on. There is a, there is a huge opportunity for us to um, make sure that our kids are protected from, from uh, left-wing groups or uh, an overbearing government that would try and indoctrinate children and confuse them into thinking that girls can be boys and boys can be girls. Um, that stuff alone will fire up mama bears and parents and the very voters that we need to win over um, in those Denver metro areas in the suburbs. So I, I think the opt- I'm very optimistic. I think if we just tap in to the natural wave that's developing, we're going to ride that wave to victory in 2024. Kellyanne Conway had a tweet today. I've been doing polling for over 30 years. I've never seen so many negatives visited upon one president, including from his own party in a single poll. This is a CNN poll. No confidence in his ability to serve. 74%, including a majority of Democrats, do not think Joe Biden has the stamina and sharpness to serve effectively as president. Electability problems. 67% of Democrats wish the party would nominate someone other than Biden. I mean, so you have a top of the ticket issue. You have all of the challenges, all the Biden economic issues that we're facing. And then you have this radical ideology where they argue that parents are the problem. And Dave, I know you were down at the state capitol when we were down there fighting this, too, where you would watch them specifically say that it was parents that were the problem. And if we could just get the kids away from their parents, then we get to push our ideology and and we'll win them over and they'll become our little drones, it felt like. And the idea that we would even bring up that parents had rights with regards to the education of their children, the raising of their children, was so scoffed at by the left down there that I think people are finally waking up to this. We're going to talk a little bit later in the show about this new California law that's heading towards Gavin Newsom's desk, that if you oppose your child's gender change, they could be removed, especially if you're in a divorce or custody battle, that the judge will err on the side, put greater weight towards the parent that's embracing transgenderism. So this is affecting real people, real lives, real families, and I think people are waking up to it. But there's a real challenge, Dave. I, did you grow up in Colorado? I grew up in Colorado. This is not the same Colorado. Like the the, no. the people have really changed here. And so, no. I, go ahead. No, it's. I was just about to say it's not. But I, I what I do think though is that most of the the voters, even the Democrats, don't really know how radicalized their party has become, hmm. especially those that are making policy decisions. You have communists. Who are saying that we need to have a violent revolution? Who just got into the state legislature? That's their party. Right. And and if we don't, and this guy's teaching kids. Right. That guy's a, he's a teacher, and he he's he's openly telling folks that that's how he teaches his students. I mean, this is the Democrat party. He is the face of the Democrats, and it's our job to expose who they truly are, and I guarantee you the voters are going to come back to us if we do that. Hey, we're getting text messages. And by the way, you're welcome to text message anytime, 710-KNUS app, or give us a call, 303-696-1971. Any effort, any thought, this is from Steve, of removing people like Norma Anderson from the party for simply attempting to engage in this type of shenanigans. 
Well, you know, technically we can't remove anyone. Anyone's welcome to affiliate with whatever political party they choose. But I wouldn't be surprised if a resolution is introduced in the near future asking them to reconsider their affiliation. This is this is treasonous what they're doing. And again, we won't take it lying down. Strong words from Dave Williams, chairman of the Colorado Republican Party. So, Dave, you, you I, and I feel it, too. I think that there's some momentum coming back. The last election put us on our back. I've said this before, that uh, I've lost elections. I've lost very big elections. I've poured my heart and soul into trying to get people elected and lost and gone into depression afterwards for, you know, a few weeks and then come out of it. But this last election in November, it felt like, Gosh, Colorado's doubling down on crazy. Um, and, you know, at the Western Conservative Summit, uh, some of the energy and, and we didn't have the, the major candidates that we thought would come. But um, I, I feel like with some of these things coming up, that there's there's an energy coming back towards the conservative movement in Colorado. What are your thoughts? I think you're absolutely right. And we're we're doing all we can to make sure those presidential candidates do come through Colorado as a part of our uh, requirements to get our approval to be on the primary ballot. We're highly encouraging them to uh, make a stop here and make the case. And, you know, if you want our votes, then, hey, come come talk to us, come meet us. And so we, we think we're going to get a lot of folks uh, excited as the presidential candidates uh, uh, run through Colorado. But ultimately, again, I think, you know, we're, we're poised for great victories given just how bad things have become. I mean, we thought it was bad, you know, a couple of years ago, but it's really ratcheted up to a level that I don't think anyone ever expected. And with these property taxes, that's a big deal. HH, huge thing, vote against it. But I think everyone's starting to realize Democrats are not good at governing. They're only good at stealing money and your freedom. And as people wake up, they're going to say, OK, we need some balance. And that's why I think we're we're poised for some victory. So real quick, you mentioned that you're going to require the candidates to stop by in Colorado to, to be able to get on the ballot. Is that what you said? Yeah. Well, what a lot of people don't know is that Colorado law through the uh, initiative process uh, for the presidential. So the presidential primary that was voted in through the initiative process in 2016. Well, it turns out the state state party has the ability to approve or deny um, anyone um, anyone to the primary ballot. And there's good reason, because you don't want some, you know, Yahoo from an obscure place saying, hey, I want to be on the ballot, I'll pay my 500 bucks, you know, wasting everyone's time. And so the party has uh, created some rules uh, to prove viability, seriousness, and, and um, engagement for the party. And we've uh, given those to the presidential campaigns, and they're going to if they want to get on the ballot, they're going to have to play ball. And that's uh, that's that's fine. That's we want you here. If you want our votes, you got to come here. That's really, really important. I want everybody to understand this because I've been making this argument for a long time that we're losing the West. And the L.A. Times picked up on this. They, they, they now call it the new West. We used to laugh off California, Oregon, Washington. Now it's New Mexico, Arizona, Colorado, Nevada. I mean, Montana's 100,000 votes away from being a blue state. So the West is falling. Donald Trump only visited Colorado twice his entire presidency. Now, in 2016, he came a few times. But once he was president, he came for an Air Force uh, academy speech and he did one rally in Colorado Springs and 
we saw it in, by the way, the Western Conservative Summit is nonpartisan, uh, Centennial Institute nonpartisan. It doesn't get into campaigns or elections. We invite everybody. But I noticed for the very first time this year, none of them were interested in coming. And I'm, and I'm sitting there going, man, this is, this is a bigger, a bigger look at, at the way Colorado's shifting. There's got to be something done to get these guys here. And go back to 2008 DNC convention right here in Colorado, Barack Obama, Greek columns, ordained right in the middle of Mile High Stadium, 80,000 people. The Democrats nationally invested in Colorado. They put energy here. They put their conferences here. Friends, we haven't had a Republican convention anywhere in the Western United States since Bob Dole was the nominee in 1996. And so the investment is failing at the national level to see Dave Williams go, you've got to be here in the state of Colorado. I want you connecting with our voters. That's a hat tip to you, sir. Thank you for doing that. Friends, we're up against a commercial break. Dave Williams, chairman of the Colorado Republican Party, thanks for being on the program with us. You bet. Thanks for having me, Jeff. Friends, when we come back, we're going to continue this conversation. We're going to get into New Mexico. And what New Mexico is doing to Second Amendment rights, they're calling for the governor's impeachment. You're not going to want to miss it. This is Jeff Hunt filling in for Randy Corcoran on Wake Up with Randy Corcoran, 710 KNUS. That song is going to change America. I tweeted about that. So within 24 hours of that coming out, I was filling in for Stefan Tubbs. And we talked all about this. I have it right here, August 11th. We were talking about Oliver Anthony in Richmond, north of Richmond. And here's why. By the way, this is Jeff Hunt filling in for Randy Corcoran. Uh, in 2016, I was trying to figure out this issue. Why were coal miners? I saw this video. It was August of 2016. Donald Trump had won the primaries. Why were coal miners going crazy for Donald Trump? Right. Here's a guy that owns a gold toilet and has never worked a blue collar job in his life. And this video of these West Virginia coal miners were going crazy for him. And I titled it How the Forgotten Man Saw the Rise of Donald Trump, because here you had blue collar white males that were really connecting with Donald Trump in a way that, you know, no campaigns had ever really reached out to that segment for before. And so all the election analysis in 2016, the post-election analysis, was about how Donald Trump tapped tapped into the forgotten man, particularly in Ohio and Pennsylvania and areas like that. Okay, so I heard this song because this song sort of is in the same trajectory of that initial forgotten man, Oliver Anthony, Richmond, north of Richmond. But there's actually another dimension to this. And it, it, it popped up during the last debate. So if you watch the Colorado or Colorado, the Republican Party primary debate that was on Fox, and then you went and watched the interview of Tucker Carlson with Donald Trump, you saw they were t- like two totally different universes. It's like they weren't even the same campaign cycle. If you watch the Republican primary debate, it was issues, right? It was issues of like pro-life, Ukraine, border security, spending, all that traditional Republican primary debate. Then you go over to Tucker Carlson and Donald Trump, and they didn't talk about issues at all. They talked about whether or not Donald Trump was going to survive assassination attempts. 
Tucker Carlson is laying out. He goes, they, they tried to stop you in 2016. They couldn't do it. They tried to impeach you. That didn't work. They tried to stop you in 2020. You're now running in 2024. I'm concerned for your safety. And so the, the conversation was totally different. So now I'm watching this happen. And then Donald Trump gets indicted and he drives through downtown like Atlanta in his indictment after getting the mugshot. And there's videos of people going crazy, like black communities outside cheering Donald Trump. I'm like, my goodness, what is happening? It reminded me I was struck in the same way that I was struck watching the West Virginia coal miners get really excited about Donald Trump. What are what is this voting population seeing in Donald Trump? What are they connecting with? And I'm going, this is not so much going to be about the forgotten man, but about the man's fight against an overbearing elitist government. And if that is the actual focus of the 2022, sorry, 2024 presidential campaign, then nothing else is going to matter. That is going to be the primary issue that's discussed. Pro-life will be secondary. Border security will be secondary. Ukraine will be secondary. It'll be about the fight against corrupt government. And how many of you have seen those videos after Donald Trump's indictment mugshot of the black community saying, he gets us. He gets what we're going through. When the system is rigged, when it feels like it's against you, when they're trying to put you in prison for unjust causes, He's connecting with people that have felt that way. And then I came across Twitter, ALX on Twitter, retweeting this. This is from ABC News. Trump's unprecedented campaign pitch, elect me to get revenge on the government. Elon Musk saying increasingly appealing. Isn't that interesting? I think that the central issue that's going to drive 2024 is not going to be crime. It's not going to be the economy. It's not going to be social issues. It's not going to be the border. I think it's going to come down to people feeling oppressed by this government. And the elites, the crazy out-of-touch elites that are ruining everybody else's life, right? Like the president on the beach while while Maui burns. That type of image, the the out of, just being out of, disconnect, being disconnected with the rest of us that are like barely scraping by on the same salaries while everything else gets more expensive. So feeling discontent because of wage issues, economy issues, the fact that they're trying to keep presidential candidates from being able to be able to be on the ballot. That all feeds this notion that the system is rigged. And I think Donald Trump gets that. I think that's why he puts himself right in the middle of that. 
I think that's why the conversation with Tucker Carlson was essentially entirely about that. And it's winning. That's why he's winning. Now, Vivek Ramaswamy is noticing this. He's a smart guy. So what is he coming out with? He's coming out with plans to shrink, massively shrink, by 75% the federal government. That's going to become the central issue. And I think it can pull and win. Because I think there's a lot of people going through a lot of tough times. And that's why Oliver Anthony's song connected so well with people. That thing became the number one song in a week. Not even a week, like four days. Why? Is it because he's a great singer? No. Is it because the rhythm is really good? No. It's because the lyrics connect with where people are right now. And so it's the great pushback. It's the great fight back. And so the left just walks right into this. They keep doing this stuff. This group that's trying to keep Donald Trump off the ballot in 2024 here in Colorado, this is what they're proving. They're proving the system is rigged. Six people can walk into a courtroom and claim that guy over there violated the 14th Amendment, Section 3. As a result, he can't even be on the ballot. What arrogance. To believe you can control who people can pick and not pick on the ballot. Really? That's election interference. If I've ever seen it, that's election interference. That's a disregard for the fundamental principles of democracy that we all uphold. So that's where I think it's going. It was great to have Dave Williams on. And when we come back from the commercial break, I want to get into what's happening in New Mexico because the governor of New Mexico is finally doing what the radical pro-gun agenda has wanted to achieve, which was utilize emergency declarations around health to restrict Second Amendment rights. She has banned people in public settings from concealed carry in New Mexico. Wait till you hear this audio. It's shocking. When you hear this, you're going to go, my goodness. And, I, and what drives me crazy is that these are people that swear to uphold the Constitution. I don't even think they ever read it. I don't think they care about it. So when we come back, we'll listen to that. Feel free to call in 303-696-1971. 303-696-1971. Jan, when we come back from the commercial break... We'll get to you because I don't want to take you and then in 30 seconds have to go straight to a commercial break. You can also text in on the 710KNUS app. We're getting some uh, messages here. Jeff, of all the things that President Trump went through that were a first, I wonder how many people realize that one of the first he went through has been to be nominated for the Nobel Peace Prize. You remember when they just gave that to Barack Obama? He like, hadn't even done anything. He won an election and they gave him the Nobel Peace Prize. The guy probably uh, engaged in more drone attacks than just about any other president in history. But, um, yeah, I think, I think if we can get the federal government back to the right size, 
where the interference in people's daily lives, where the interference in business and the interference of all that stuff. This is what Vivek gets into in, in one of his latest tweets. I think that that's what a lot of people would like. I think that appeals to a lot of people. I think it's a winning message for Donald Trump. I think that's why he's winning the Republican nomination right now. He'll probably carry it through. And if it just continues to go this way, that the Democrats are running this country, I think uh, Republicans are going to be primed for a lot of victories. Friends, Jeff Hunt filling in for Randy Corcoran on Wake Up with Randy Corcoran, 710 KNUS. When we come back, the great Second Amendment attacks taking place in New Mexico. You're not going to want to miss it. By the way, Randy is going to be back at the Arapahoe County Tea Party this Tuesday. He's back in action. My brother, Tuesday night, 630 South Metro Fire Rescue Building. Get tickets at ArapahoeTeaParty at gmail.com. ArapahoeTeaParty at gmail.com. Phones lighting up. We'll be right back. And I'll take your calls. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.